0: welcome to the mastering college to career podcast where we're here to help you land your dream job so if at any time during this episode you find any value please make sure you take a screenshot and you share it with their friend and don't forget make sure you leave us a review on itunes that will mean the world so without further ado enjoy this episode What's going on, podcast family? If you're one of the thousands of students that listen to this podcast and have aspirations to work for a Fortune 500 company, whether it is starting as an intern or then working there full time after graduation, then I have a very special treat for you. I will be conducting multiple webinars each week on how to get a job or internship with a Fortune 500 company. And in this webinar, I'm going to cover three big secrets. Uh, Secret number one, I am going to show you exactly how to get your resume passed through or get your resume beat over 90% of other applicants. And then secret number two, I'm going to teach you how to access the hidden job market where over 80% of jobs are filled. And then number three, I am going to teach you how Fortune 500 companies handle campus recruitment and how you can take this insider secrets to your advantage. So if you want to learn more, go to masteringcollege2career.com forward slash free training to register. Once you hit the register button, you will then have access to see all the times that I am doing this available. This is a free training. So you will have the opportunity to ask me all the questions that you want. So make sure you go to masteringcollege2career.com forward slash free training to register. See you guys all there. Welcome back to the Mastering College to Career podcast and today we are going to talk about this one week in the semester that can completely change your career. This week is so important that if you execute the strategies that I'm about to talk about in today's video, you could very likely walk away with an internship or even an invite to your final interview if you're applying for a full-time job so let me explain what this week is and this week is the career fair at career expo or whatever your university calls it but every university has one of these every spring and every fall and the strategies that i'm about to cover you're gonna be able to master the career fair. So let's break this down into the before the career fair, during the career fair, and after the career fair. Look, what most students fail to do is to properly, properly prepare for the career fair. Look, this is the single most important day of your semester. This is the Super Bowl of the semester, and you need to take this seriously. This is not something that you get ready the day before you iron your suit and you print 20 copies of your resume. That is what most students do, and that's why most students do not get the results that I am about to tell you, that I'm about to show you, which is be able to walk away with an internship offer that same week, or get invited to final round of interviews in one of your top companies Headquarters, so let's talk about this before the interview. What I want you to do number one is Look at what companies will be attending your career service department has a list online If if they're using handshake, it's on handshake if they're using another type of platform It is there those companies have registered and paid hundreds of dollars if not thousands of dollars to recruit students at your university. So think about this, put yourself in the company's shoes. It is in their best interest to share that they will be there and what positions they're hiring for and for what locations. So all that information is already out there. So what I want you to do is to go to your career service website and look at what companies have already committed to being at your career fair and research the company and research what jobs they're hiring for and if you can possibly find out who is coming on campus to recruit that might take a little bit more effort that even might take you walking into the career uh, service office and asking the employers relation individuals in charge of your university and seeing if they know who those recruiters are because building those relationships with the recruiters on LinkedIn ahead of time will help you stand out once you're one of thousands of students inside of the actual career fair so first thing is first Research what companies are going to be there. What I want you to do next is that I want you to narrow down that list of hundreds of companies that could possibly be there to about 10 companies that we're going to focus on being your target list of companies. From there, what I want you to do is that I want you to create custom resumes for each of your target companies. And what I also want you to do is create a generic resume that you can print out for every other company that you might meet that you're interested in handing a resume to. But I specifically want you to build 10 custom resumes with the company's name on the resume, maybe in the objection line could be to obtain an internship, a sales associate internship with PepsiCo in summer of 2020, could be as simple as that. So that the company knows that you coming to their table was not a spur of the moment decision. That it was a calculated plan move and that it shows a a whole nother level of interest when you're applying to work for that company. So research, create a top list of companies, create custom resumes for each of your target list of companies. Here's what I also want you to find out. I also want you to find out if those companies are holding on-campus interviews. Look, it is a very realistic scenario. The majority of companies that are going to the career fair are going to be holding on-campus interviews the following week. Or that that same week, not the following week. Uh, it could be the following week, but generally is that same week. Career fair kicks off on-campus interviews season and a lot of companies hold their first round of interviews on campus particularly if your university is one of their core schools so i'm giving you all this insider information i'm giving you all this insider uh words they use so that you can then have a conversation with your career center with your employer relations department so that you can find out if the companies that you're targeting are holding on campus interviews look I've spoken with directors of uh, employer relations and they tell me that the day after the career fair, that week, that if, you're, if, you're in, if your career fair is on a 2-0 Wednesday, that Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, they have reserved about 200 rooms for companies that have traveled, have commuted to their school to conduct campus interviews. Let's put ourselves in the company's shoes for a second. Let's say that I am a company and I want to recruit at the University of Florida in Gainesville. Let's be honest, there's really not much in Gainesville, right? There's really not much in Gainesville. Not a lot of companies have headquarters there. So they have to physically drive and send their HR managers as well as some level entry alumni. Generally, that's what happens. The companies send alumni from that university to recruit the next generation. And they'll go to the career fair, but because they don't want to have uh, spend another week sending their employees out to the university, what they'll do is that they'll stay there two or three nights so that they can conduct on-campus interviews the following day. Right? It is a very it's more efficient if a company just goes to a campus like UF or Tallahassee or um, Athens, Georgia, where you there's really nothing around but the university to go and recruit. And so if that is your scenario and your companies that you're targeting with is holding campus interviews, that is something very important for you to know and have in your back pocket when you are talking to them. And I will get into that in a second. We're still talking about how you prepare for it. So now that you've done the research, you've done your custom resumes, you've identified which companies have campus interviews I also want to make sure you get your your suit or your outfit very uh, dry clean or very very professional I you need to dress to impress so uh, wear a suit ladies also wear a suit uh, prof- professional dress is a must. I also advise you to have business cards printed out and order thank you cards so that day after or even after you walk away from the career fair that you can follow up with a handwritten thank you card and email, I'll cover that in the end. But I just wanna make sure you're preparing for that because ordering business cards And thank you cards online, it's going to be cheaper, but it will also take about a week for you to finally get them unless you pay for X-Rise shipping, which is where those companies like Vistaprint.com get you. So I need you to understand all that. Um, Also, if you have a career portfolio, uh, you should definitely bring that or at least bring a a professional portfolio where you hold your resumes and business cards. Um, This is all key that is the before this is what you do a week two weeks before the actual event of the career fair now let's talk about what you do during that event generally career fairs career expos the super bowl is only four hours long um it it might start at at 10 a.m might end at 2 p.m but whatever that is i want you to be there as soon as they open And here's the key. This is why this is so important. The reason why it's important for you to get there early is because employers will talk to hundreds if not thousands of students in those four hours. In the beginning, right in the beginning, there's not a lot of students that get there. And recruiters are humans just like you and I. They get tired. Their level of interest gets tired. They know that by every hour that passes by, they're E- email inbox is just loading up your emails and they're no longer going to be in there, really mentally be there to answer your questions towards the end. So you want to catch them in the beginning when they are fresh. That is why I want you to get there early. The second big tip that I want you to take away from this uh, video is that I want you to warm up with your with your with the companies that are not in your top 10. And you're probably wondering like, why would you not go directly to your top 10 companies? And the reason you don't wanna do that is because the reality is that you're most likely gonna be nervous you're, and that is okay. You're gonna to wanna to warm up with companies that if you mess up, it is not the end of the world. So go get your, ner- your jitters off, go get warmed up. And once you feel warm, once you've perfected or at least gotten comfortable or confident on delivering your elevators, uh, Speech. then you can then go focus on your top 10 companies. That is why I want you to bring extra resumes. You never know who you meet. Maybe there's a company that you didn't do enough research on that after talking to the recruiter really sparked your interest, but really warm up, focus on your top 10, and then the rest of the event, you can then meet new companies. That is kind of how I want you to outline that event. Here's another thing I want you to do, right? I want you to go and have a direct, like when you're having a conversation with a recruiter, I do not want you to ask, what are they hiring for? That is what every other student will do. Instead, because you have done the research and you knew what they're hiring for, you want to go kind of direct and tell them your little elevator speech, tell them what what you're about, and tell them that you're interested in a particular job. I am interested in the sales associate summer internship that you are holding, right? That lets them know that you did your homework. That also will let them know when you hand your resume with that company's name on it, lets them know that you're a serious candidate. And then I want you to shift the conversation all about that person. Ask them why did they choose that company. Get their story. People love to talk about themselves their journey, make it about them. If they ask you questions, then go ahead and answer, but really try to focus on their journey, their experience with that particular company. Then what I want you to do is also be mindful of that individual's body language. If they start looking at their watch, and they start looking around because there's a long line. Understand that they're ready to end this conversation and talk to the next student. So make sure you close it. So be aware of the body language. It's going to help you make sure that you don't seem don't don't look annoying to them. Um, another thing I want you to do is understand this. This is what happens, right? I am the company. A student lines up. We have a conversation. I look at their resume. I put that resume in one of three piles: the yes, the maybe or the no. And you can consider the maybe just as bad as the no because, trust me, we'll have enough in between the yes to never go back on the maybe list. So what you wanna do is you wanna make sure that that resume goes on the yes pile. And if a company is conducting on-campus interviews that week, which you should know by now because you should have done that research, then what I want you to do is let them know that you know and ask them for an interview spot. Let them tell you no, but at least ask for it because what you want to do if you execute this strategy correctly you will walk away with interview spots already right you will walk away with at least two or three companies interview you that same week I also want you to be aware that a lot of fortune 500 companies have online assessments and before they give you an interview spot they will have you take some sort of online assessment that helps filter candidates A lot of those deadlines are that night, that midnight. So I want you to schedule time after the career fair to follow up via email and to take those online assessments and to apply online on the website that they gave you. It is crucial that you follow up on those applications and you do it that same day because if not, you will not qualify for the interview. So a lot of times when I was working at PepsiCo, I've seen it where candidates who we really wanted to, that were really talented and really impressed by, failed to apply and take the online assessment on that night and because of that, they were disqualified. So I do not want that to happen to you, so make sure you follow the directions that each company gives you. I also want you to ask for their business cards and if they do not give you their business cards do not be offended because the reality is that most of them purposely forget their business cards because if they were to give one to every student that asked they will run out of business cards. So they don't bring business cards or if they do they have very limited quality so if they tell you no do not be offended it is going to be okay. What I want you to do instead is ask if Ask their permission to connect with them on LinkedIn, take out your phone, find them on LinkedIn and send them a friend request or a connection request right in front of them with a message saying, it was great to meet you at that career fair, looking forward to connect. Right? One, this is going to allow you to connect with them, but most importantly, it's going to allow you to track who you talk to and it's going to allow you to then follow up with them. If they don't give you their email, it is very simple to find their email. Any company that you want, any every Fortune 500 company has a, a certain way they create their emails, whether it's first name, that last name at the company's Uh, web address, whether it's first initial, last name, at the company's web address. So all you have to know is their first and last name, which you can get from their LinkedIn account. And then Google, what is the target email? What is an enterprise email? What is a PepsiCo email? And the answers will come out. And then all you have to do is put that on your email address and send them a follow-up email. They're gonna be so impressed That you were resourceful enough to find their email even though they did not give you a business card. So those are all high level advanced tricks. Here's one last advanced level trick that I want to share with you and that is this. Most large organizations will have three to five recruiters at that table trying to manage the amount of students that are there. If that is one of your top five companies, or if you have the time, you could do this with all 10 of your companies, I would go and redo the line all over again and try to talk to all the recruiters at that table and hand a a version of your resume for that company to those recruiters, which is why I suggest you print out three resumes per company, as well as 10 extra resumes for generic companies. Now think about that. If you wanted to work for a company like Microsoft or Facebook or Google that has a lot of people lined up and you were to go and do that line 10 times and meet, or five times and meet with each single person there and at the end of the event, all those recruiters, meet they probably go get lunch, go get dinner, go get coffee and calibrate and they said, did you meet Daniel? I can't believe he actually went and lined up and met every single one of us. That is what I'm trying to help you do, stand out amongst the crowd. Particularly for those companies that are traveling out of town, out of state to recruit. They're going to be in a hotel. They're going to go grab dinner together. And what do you think they're going to talk about? They're going to talk about the individuals they meet. So the goal here is for you to stand out so that you're in that conversation. Because then when you do go to the interview, they'll remember you. And that will dramatically increase your chances of standing out. So we talked about how you get ready for the interview or for the career fair. We talked about what to do during that career fair. And now let's talk about post that event. I want you to schedule at least four hours after the career fair for follow ups. I want you to write an email to every email or LinkedIn message to every single person you met as well as a handwritten thank you card. Look, if you could not find our office then you need to find out where they work. If they worked in the Orlando office, then you Google the company's name, Orlando office. Like be resourceful, but I need you to send handwritten thank you cards to every single one of them. I need you to do all the online applications and all the online assessments, all within that four hour period. It is very, very, very important. That follow-up is key. This is where most students fail, the before and the after. Most students do the career fair right, but what they don't do is before and after that's where they get it wrong. Here's an insider secret. Look, it is a lot easier to get an internship position than to get a full time job with a company. A lot of time companies only have one interview for internships. A lot of times that is the on-campus interviews. So it is extremely realistic for a company to drive down to the university, attend the career fair, hold on-campus interviews the next two days, and by the end of that week, I've already selected their summer interns that they're gonna ex- uh, offer for that university. And then they'll do that again in the next week for another university because universities used, usually have career fairs in different days, different weeks. So this is really important for you to know, for you to know, because it is very, very realistic that you can go from having no interviews, no job offers, no internship offers to go into the career fair, executing what we just talked about, and all that translating for you to have an internship offer by the end of the week. So that one week will make or break you. So follow those steps that I share with you step by step. If you're applying for a full-time position, um, you will not just get away with doing an on-campus interview. The the campus interview will just be the first out of a series of interviews. internships, that is very, very realistic for you to walk away with a summer internship on that. So hope you enjoy this training. If you want more training, I hold live weekly trainings on how to get a job at Fortune 500 companies. They are one hour long. And so you can go and hit the link below or go to masteringcollege2career.com forward slash free training. If you enjoyed this video, please like and comment and share with your friends. Good luck. and Let me know if you have any questions. have made it to the end of the podcast just want to remind you if you are interested in signing up for that free training class on how to land a job with a fortune 500 company head to mastering college to career.com forward slash free training to sign up this is a live class so you will be able to ask me questions and remember it is limited to the first 100 students see you there If you're listening to me right now, you, my friend, have made it to the end of the podcast. I wanna take some time to thank you and congratulate you for being different and taking control of your career. Doing things like listening to this podcast, putting yourself out there, and building the experience needed to land your dream job is what's gonna set you apart and not be just another statistic. So great job, keep it up. And if you're enjoying this podcast, Please share it with your friends and make sure you subscribe and leave us a review. Talk to you soon.